0: Hey there! Welcome to the first episode of The Cosmic Circle, the official podcast for thecosmiccircus.com, where the site's writers get together and chat about comic book, sci fi, and fantasy films and TV shows. This week, we'll be talking about DC fandom. After the successful online convention debuted last year, it seems like Warner Brothers wants to make this an annual event. We'll be chatting about the reveals and first looks that we saw and speculating about what's going down in the DCEU in 2022 and beyond. I'm Uday Kataria, writer for the Cosmic Circus, and joining me today are my fellow writers Julia, Drew, and Anthony. How are you doing today, guys?
1: I'm Julia, and I'm good.
2: Hi, I'm Drew. I'm doing pretty good. Hey, it's Anthony. I'm doing excellent down here.
0: All right, so what did you all think of DC fandom overall?
1: Um, I thought it was very scaled down compared to last year, and I mean, obviously it was, but I think I think some of the things they did this year were better and some of the things were worse and i'm gonna leave it there for now i want to hear what everyone else thought
3: yeah i think it was scaled down a little bit this year i think uh i don't think they did panels as long as they should have they kind of just like especially with the flash they just brought in ezra miller for a couple minutes and then they showed a teaser i don't really feel like they focused on their big movies as much like they spent a lot of time on like animated shows and Other things like the Black Adam and the Flash panels were really short and I feel like they probably should have spent a little bit more time on that besides just like a teaser and a couple minutes from Dwayne Johnson and Ezra Miller I feel like they could have done a little bit more like I like what they did with the Batman at the end they kind of focused a little bit on that and they brought on Pattinson and Kravitz and, and Matt Reeves and they actually talked for a little bit which felt nice it felt more of like a panel instead of just something really quick so I think I think next year they should learn from that and do a little bit more the, the panels need to be a little bit more organized next year, I would say.
2: I really enjoyed it. I just felt it was probably a lot longer than it needed to be. I think they put a little bit of fluff throughout, but um thought the Superman announcement change was cool. Uh and the video game announcements, although really nothing new on that. As as the one that likes to play games here, I was hoping they'd show something rather than another trailer.
1: I think what they probably should have done is I don't think it needed to be quite as long as it was this time because I know there was a bit of filler, but not as much as last time. I think they needed to do like last time and said when when each panel would be and even just maybe just have like, okay, now we're going to do the CW stuff. Now we're going to do video games. Now it's going to be this movie like around this time because people were stuck there watching for three hours. And I guess that was the point. It was like a three hour infomercial, but People were like tuning it. Like I know I tuned out after a certain point because I'm like, well, I know that Batman's going to be at the end, obviously. And I know there's going to be other stuff like peppers zero own it'll just hit the internet right after so i think they needed to keep it a little more organized but i am glad it was shorter than last year's because last year had a lot a lot of filler
3: yeah I, I think last year's structure was good but last year was way too long i just didn't like how they didn't have a schedule this year like there was no schedule released before fandom and i think that was a big mistake because you really didn't know anything was coming so they really made you watch the whole thing you couldn't really like take a break because Black Adam kind of just came out of nowhere at the beginning. And then the flash kind of came out of nowhere. Like like they kind of give you like a, like a warning when it was coming, but at the same time, you didn't really know like a specific time when things were going to like, we going to come on. Like, and they happened at really strange times throughout the, throughout the show. It just felt really unorganized to me, but I mean, I still enjoyed it. It just felt kind of put together last minute when they had so much more time to organize everything.
0: I definitely agree with everything you guys are saying. Like I, I was just in shock at how fast they were rushing through their movie panels and then they would slow down and spend so much time on everything else. And yeah, like for The Flash, I doubt it'll be at Fandom next year. I mean, it could be if Fandom happens like in the summer, but I was really surprised that they didn't bring on like Andy Muschietti and everything to talk a little bit about the movie. And they were just like, here's a teaser, like let's move on.
1: I imagine they would if they are keeping the current date, which I don't know if they will. I think they should move it to October. Um, the Flash, because the Marvels is in November as well, or unless they should move, like it's the week, once the week after the other, I don't remember which one's which. But yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. And I mean, same with Aquaman, um, because that's the same day as Avatar 2, but that's another thing. But yeah, I think they are going to talk about the Flash next year, and I think they'll talk about Aquaman as well, and Shazam obviously. Um, yeah, really, it's just Black Adam and the Batman between now and then in terms of the movies but i was going to say that i think they were trying to copy the structure of the wildly successful dc or not dc disney shareholders meeting which happened last december but i don't think they quite had i guess partly the clout and partly the material for that and i think what they had last year was better for them and i think this year was not as well and it did not do as well i don't think like i don't see like as much hype for the stuff as they pre- as what they presented for last year
2: yeah one thing they didn't announce a whole lot of new stuff that that's yes they did and a few things but but a lot of what we saw this year was also stuff we saw last year
3: yeah i think they did a lot of panels for the new stuff I, i mean they did a panel for batgirl and they did a panel for blue beetle which was nice and i think it was nice to see concept art from those films kind of first looks, um, especially the Blue Beetle. I thought the Blue Beetle suit looked really good and kind of gave a nice teaser for the film. I think that was really the only kind of surprise of the day. I mean, every, everything else just kind of felt like what we expected. And I think people look for surprises from stuff like fandom. And I I think last year getting a Batman trailer was a huge surprise because the film was so far out. I think this year it wasn't as much of a surprise just because we kind of knew the trailer was coming and then the, the movie's a lot closer. So that was a lot more expected. And with the Flash trailer, I think they kind of left a lot to be desired. With the Flash trailer, they didn't really show a ton. I mean, I I wasn't a fan of how they didn't show Keaton. I didn't think there was, I didn't think there was any reason for them not to, especially with there being so many other surprises in the movie. I think Keaton could have been a nice selling point for fandom in general. And I think they kind of missed the mark on that. They didn't really show anything from Black Adam. Like, they didn't show the suits no no Dr. Fate suit no you know they barely even showed the Black Adam suit so I think in some areas they missed the mark I think hopefully next year next year they will learn from that.
1: Black Adam I was expecting a lot more from because it is happening next year and this could have been a really good time I mean it was the first reveal but they could have been a lot more um but yeah it was just I don't know. I don't know why they didn't show more of that. But again, like you said, people really expect announcements from this stuff or big surprises. And if you're not going to announce that, you need to show like a lot, a lot of footage. Like, I don't remember. I know the Marvel side of Disney Investor Day last year. I don't think there were any new announcements. Oh, wait, no, there was a couple casting ones, but they had like a ton of footage. They had footage from like, like with these, The Flash is filming right now. Like, Ms. Marvel was filming then. They showed Ms. Marvel over a year in advance. So, like, DC didn't really have any excuse here not to show more. So that was disappointing.
0: Yeah, and at the very least, even stuff like Batgirl and Blue Beetle, I definitely expected official logos for them because we've seen like low quality logos in like HBO Max reels. And then stuff like Black Canary and Zatanna, like Zatanna has an Oscar winning writer attached to it and you weren't even going to like officially announce it with a logo and like release window, even just saying like 2023. And then for Black Canary, Misha Green has talked about it so you know like it, it's pretty official so I'm really shocked that they didn't like take the time to even just do basically what they did with Patty Jenkins where they bring in the person to confirm that they're working on the movie
1: Yeah those are the two projects I'm most excited about right now actually um Black Canary slipped my mind yesterday for some reason and I was talking about it with people but I'm definitely excited for that and Zatanna I'm scared Zatanna's going to get like pulled like New Gods did but I'm pretty sure Black Canary is going to happen. So I'm like, why didn't they announce that? Like, that was very disappointing for me. And I wasn't even expecting to see stuff from it, just an announcement. So that was, yeah.
0: So I guess that this is a good segue into our next topic. So what were, what were you guys' favorite panels at Fandom this year?
3: Uh, see, that's tough. I mean, I think the Batman is kind of an obvious one, especially because of they spent a good amount of time on it. Like, we saw like that virtual bat cave which i thought was really cool and then we got to see last year i think i wanted to see uh pattinson zoe kravitz and and matt reeves together and i think we just saw reeves together or just reeves last year i kind of wanted to see them all together last year and so it was nice to see them together and actually talking about the movie and like talking about their experience on the film not only not only that besides the trailer we got a whole like behind the scenes featurette which is really nice like getting a a behind the scenes look and then a trailer. So I think, I, as cliche as it is, I would I think I would say the Batman was my favorite, um, my favorite one just because of like how much of a like how much new stuff we saw in the trailer and and some nice behind the scenes stuff which I always enjoy. So I think that was that was mine. I think I would have liked the Flash if they would have shown a little bit more and they would have done a little bit more of a a panel besides just Ezra Miller saying a couple things and then showing a minute teaser I think that was a little underwhelming and I would have liked to see a little bit more from them
1: yeah I think the thing this year is the panels didn't feel like panels because there weren't really scheduled they just like okay now we're gonna talk about this for like five minutes or whatever it was just like yeah remember this thing we were we're gonna do we're doing it and then maybe like here's like a tiny little clip of it um but yeah the Batman was good I like that we saw some Catwoman like Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman I'm excited for that Um, I liked that we saw a little bit of Black Adam. I would have liked to see more. And then, yeah, those were kind of the highlights for me.
2: I liked the Wonder Woman panel, actually. I really liked Linda Carter, and and it was cool to see a little bit, but minus the fact that all they really effectively said was, yeah, Wonder Woman 3. I, I don't know. But I really enjoyed Shazam. I think that was my highlight, apart from, obviously, the Batman and the Flash. But Then at the very end, I had to remember that it's 2023, so my excitement went down a little bit, so I think I'll stick with Shazam, though. Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu looked really cool in that video.
1: The Shazam stuff has been so weird because we've known it's coming out in 2023 for a long time, yet they had a whole panel on it last year, even though it was three years away at the time, and then last year they made this weird announcement that Sinbad was going to be in it, and like it wasn't clear if it was real or not, and they had to come out and say it wasn't real because of like that memes going around and then this year they kind of talked about it but then they didn't do much because again it's two years away it's just I don't know it's I don't know it's very strange the what why they're talking about that movie and yet they didn't talk about some stuff that's probably coming a little bit sooner like I heard Batgirl might be coming next year you can cut that out if it's not true I don't know so it's just very weird
0: yeah I mean I definitely agree with that um and going back to what Anthony said about Wonder Woman like We all know that Wonder Woman 3 is like probably a 2024, 2025 movie at the earliest because of everything Patty Jenkins is doing. So I didn't really expect anything for that. But again, like you're making an Amazon's movie too. Like I know you're not directing it, but you're producing it. Like how about an update on that? We haven't heard anything about that for like a year. And on the topic of Shazam, I did not love the first Shazam movie. I think it's a very good movie. It's just not really my thing. So I was so impressed with the the behind-the-scenes look that probably was my favorite panel after the Batman. That yeah, I got sad when it said 2023 at the end, and that really shocked me because I just don't care about the first movie that much. But I'm really really excited for the sequel.
3: Yeah, I was pretty I was pretty impressed by Shazam to be honest because I'm kind of in the same boat as you day. I thought. I thought Shazam one was pretty good I just I didn't love it the way some people did I thought it was really good and I, I really did like the way that they brought in the Shazam family I think that really brought the movie up uh, a notch and I think uh, like for at least for the third act I think if the third act was just Shazam and and um, and the character Mark strong played I think that would have been a little bit lackluster I think bringing in the Shazam family against like the seven deadly sins. I think that definitely made the third act a lot more interesting. So I'm hoping to see more of like the Shazam family in in the second movie. I think they have a really nice dynamic going on between that whole thing. And I think it being a family movie really fits when they kind of, when they bring the Shazam Shazam family together. And I I hope they continue that. I hope that they're, they're in the movie for a decent amount.
1: I agree. I think the Shazam family kind of made the first one for me because I don't really like Zachary Levi as the main character in Shazam because, I don't know, he acts too much like a kid, even compared to the kid. Um, I, his name is slipping my mind right now, but I think the kid who played Billy Batson as a kid did a really good job. Um, and I like the rest of the family, and I like that now the oldest girl, and again, I forgot her name, is playing uh, the adult version of herself in the sequel because I think that just makes more sense. And yeah, I'm excited for Rachel Ziegler going to be in it. She's going to be in West Side Story. She's like a big going to be a big star soon. So I'm excited for her to be in the movie. I think it's going to be an improvement over the first, which I thought was good. But people were really, really hyping that one so high. And I'm like, I don't think it was good. It wasn't as good as some of you guys were saying. But, you know, it's good.
2: Um, yeah. So... Oddly enough, I didn't see anybody mention Peacemaker at all.
1: <laughs> I don't uh-huh. like that character. I'm hoping they make me like him in this series. But yeah, right now I'm not feeling that character.
0: Okay, hang on. I have I have a couple more thoughts on Shazam and then we can move to Peacemaker. Sorry. But yeah, I have not heard anyone else say that they don't like Zachary Levi as Shazam, but I am 100% in that boat as well. And yes, I understand that Billy is a kid, but when Billy is a kid, he's like all tortured and like angry, so it doesn't make any sense why he's so jokey and happy when he's just when he's Shazam. I mean, I just I never really liked that. And I like Zachary Levi as a person, I really love it when he does all this press stuff. But I just didn't love him as the character. But everything in the sequel just looks like it's taken to a next level that I'm really excited about. Like all the suits look like masterpieces. I hated the suits in the first movie. Again, I'm also glad that Grace Fulton is now playing the grown up version of like Mary Marvel or whatever her name is Um, because I didn't think it made sense that a college age person would become like a 40 year old woman when everyone else is becoming a 20 year old so that was superhero Mary
1: yeah I I think what people are what people say when I make that argument about Zachary Levi it's like Billy Batson's excited to be a superhero but I'm like is he really gonna act like that much like a kid when he's like it's a little over the top for me but yeah um, I'm still really excited for the sequel hopefully um, they'll find a happy medium I think. But yeah, um, the kid who's playing Billy Batson, and I always forget his... Oh, Asher Angel. Yeah, he's killing it. So hopefully he kills it again. I'm sure he will.
2: I'm just happy to see Lizzie's confirm on the wizard coming back. That was cool.
3: Yeah, I'm really interested to see how they do that. Oh, yeah, how, yeah I, I definitely am interested to see how they do that. Also, <laughs> I have to say, I feel really bad for Helen Mirren having to be squeezed into that suit. Like She looks awesome, but... I just would never picture, like when I first saw the set pictures of like Helen Mirren um, in that suit, I was like, I don't know how they got her to sign on to do that because it's like, it, it, it looks really cool, but it also looks a little bit ridiculous for Helen Mirren. And it's just like, you kind of thought she would be a little bit above that. So I'm really interested to see like what they do with her character. And if it's like Shazam kind of has like a jokey vibe to it. Like, so I'm kind of hoping that
2: Wasn't she in fast and furious recently, though.
3: Yeah, she was, but like her character I mean, was a little yeah. bit more pro, like it, it was a little more proper, and like that, you know what I'm saying? She kind of had like the mm. she, she was like, uh, like a more mature character. I think she'll, she'll probably be somewhat similar to that in this movie. I'm just really interested to see what they do, like with her and uh, Lucy Liu and and Rachel Ziegler. I feel like they can really own the movie if, if their characters are done well. So I guess we'll have to see, even though it's 2023, which is a really long time away. So
0: yeah I get what you're saying about Helen Mirren like yeah she wasn't Fast and Furious but she was like their mom who was in prison and had like two scenes I never would have taken her as one of like those older prestigious actors that would like you're saying like squeeze into like a like tight superhero costume to just and like go out and like be like a villain like Kate Blanchett did that as Hela and that's something I totally like expected from her But when they said that Helen Mirren would be playing like an evil goddess in this movie, I was like, that must be a really good role for her to sign on for that.
3: Yeah, and to get her to get into that suit, like, they must have paid her a lot because that suit does not look super comfortable. And not only that, they're filming out in Atlanta. Like, they were filming in Atlanta in the summer. It must have been really hot. It's just, who knows? They
0: look incredible, though. I love the costume design for Shazam too. Like, it makes me so happy. They, All the mythology, all of that stuff again like I, I've seen other people on Twitter say this but it's like that was something I really missed in Wonder Woman 1984 and I'm really happy that Shazam is bringing some of that in and I actually really hope that they connect it to Wonder Woman because I'm really going to dislike it if they have like Greek and Roman mythology in this movie and it's not even like connected in any way at all even like a reference to the Wonder Woman mythology.
1: I guess we should also talk about Peacemaker, which. I'm interested to see how they handle that because I came out of Suicide Squad really not liking him. Like he was easily my least favorite, um, quote unquote, hero in the movie. And I get he's supposed to be kind of evil. I was like, you should have seen me when I when I found out like at the post credits scene that it was him who was alive because I thought this was going to be a prequel. But I'm I'm okay with him being alive if there's a good reason for it. But they need to make him like likable somehow. Otherwise, it's going to be like a really annoying series for me. What do you guys yeah, think? They-
3: They're definitely going to. It's definitely going to be one of those series where the evil guy kind of becomes good. Like you even saw it in the trailer a little bit. You saw how they were like, you can be good if you want to be. So I think that's kind of what they're going towards is I think he'll kind of like the stuff with his dad, I think like visiting the stuff with his dad, I think that'll kind of make him become a better person and not want him to be like super evil anymore. Being with that team, I think I think by the end of the series, I think he'll be more of a likable character and a better like a better guy. I just think that's what they're going for. I don't think that they would I don't think that they would make a HBO Max series specifically based on him if he was gonna continue to be a bad guy. This to me seems more of like a redemption series. And I'm just I'm just expecting that by the end of the series. I'm expecting him to, you know, be good and having formed this team of people I, I feel like if it goes well, I feel like they could do a season two. But I guess we'll have to see when it comes out.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm still looking forward to this. I'm glad they gave an announcement date, too, of January. So at least for once, we know something coming really soon, especially the inclusion of Vigilante. He was he was my favorite part of the trailer that we saw, that and the eagle.
1: This is the next DCEU project coming out. It's not Black Adam, and it's not the Batman, because Batman isn't DCEU. And I just realized it's like, oh, yeah, Peacemaker's the next thing.
2: Yeah, it's the closest thing we got. The new characters, I think I'm looking forward to all of them, and especially the ones coming back, uh, the eagle. Um, I, I really
0: liked Vigilante in the trailer as well. He seemed a lot more humorous than I was expecting from him, although I guess I just have the Arrow version in my mind, who's like really like dark and tortured and kind of annoying. Um, but I, I like his suit as well. I really like the, the newbie in the trailer. I think her name was Adebayo. Um, I think she brought like a lot to the trailer. But yeah, I agree with Julia. I hate Peacemaker as a character. And I get that he's supposed to be an unlikable character. But by the time I was done with the Suicide Squad, I was honestly just angry that out of all the characters, Peacemaker is the one that's getting a spinoff. And I still feel like that. And I don't want the show to redeem him or make me like him because I hate him and I don't think he deserves a show.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, s- where's Rackhatcher 2's show? That's a show I want to see.
2: I want javelin but you know that happened yes i wanted a javelin show too i was
3: like i was crossing my fingers i'm like Flu LeBorg is so good it's such a waste to like let that character like die i really hope they do something with him in the future he just was so good like he's just so good i really feel like he would do great in like his own show so i'm hoping like even if it's like a comedy or something i hope that they do something with him eventually
2: he was easily the best part of the panel yeah, I mean, he, yeah
3: yeah he was great i i think you know we know we saw lizzie's exclusive we know that a blood sport show could be coming you know mm-hmm. we don't know when we don't have a date and even though james gunn you know denied it you know we're we're not sure what's going to happen with that show but i'm definitely looking forward to like a blood sport show or, or a rat catcher 2 show i think those characters have a lot of potential and i hope that king shark shows up somewhere in the future i don't know where he could really show up but I'm hoping that they can do something like I mean they could always do a Suicide Squad too. I feel like they have a main, you know, the four of them: Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Catcher, and King Shark. That's kind of like a main, you know, cast, and you can surround that with supporting characters and stuff. And I feel like they could. There's enough like you know sea level like Suicide Squad characters that you can bring in that you can use. That I feel like in the future they could they could do a Suicide Squad too if they wanted. Even though Gunn kind of said that. Peacemaker is a Suicide Squad 2 esque kind of show. I guess I don't know if they would call it Suicide Squad 2 when they do one or Suicide Squad 3.
1: The thing is, I don't know if they're going to do another Suicide Squad per se, because the first two, for I know for different reasons or whatever, one was not well received um, critically, the other was not well received financially. So maybe the brand's kind of tarnished. I hate to say it. Um, but I do agree, a Bloodsport show would be cool too. And I think him with Ratcatcher 2 as a duo, I think that would be an amazing show or movie. And of course, King Shark has to show up. So yeah, like Suicide Squad, but not by name, I guess. I don't know.
2: I'd be okay if they just decided to do a movie and even throw it just on HBO Max. Not everything has to be theatrical.
0: That is true. I do think Suicide Squad could work on HBO Max. Um, and also I'm waiting for my next Harley Quinn project announcement because um, I loved Birds of Prey, but yeah, Birds of Prey and then the Suicide Squad was not a great run for that character at the box office. So I'm just really worried that she's not going to get something else. Yeah, I I really
1: want her to get something. Uh, She's my favorite. I don't know what, but like something. I'm cool with almost anything. So
3: I think that they kind of don't really know what to do with her right now. I think think it might be a couple years before they decide what to do with Harley Quinn again. That seems to be the thing that always happens. They kind of like, you know, they go through a couple of ideas and nothing ever really pans out. And then we saw like the Gotham City Sirens was supposed to happen with, you know, I think it was Poison Ivy. And I think they still, I think Margot Robbie still said she wants to do something like that, but you know, I think they just sometimes don't know what to do with Harley Quinn. I think sticking—it's a controversial decision whether they want to stick Harley Quinn with the other characters from Suicide Squad or have her branch out again because we already saw her branch out uh, into her own movie and it, it didn't really do great. So I'm really curious to see what you know DC does with that character going forward.
1: She's, she's someone who can be with like I think they can kind of stick her kind of anywhere. Like, sort of like they do with other Marvel characters. Like, Doctor Strange was in Ragnarok, and he's going to be in Spider-Man. So, like, Harley Quinn can play, like, a supporting role in maybe someone else's movie. Like, not there the whole movie, but maybe part of it. Like, I could see her showing up in a Batman project. I don't know if it's, like, the multiversal Batman project or something else. But, yeah, I think there's a lot they could do with her. Like, they could pair her with different people, and it could be interesting. It just depends on how they do it, I guess. And I know there's various reasons those movies didn't do well financially. I mean, I like them both, but yeah. Um, so there's definitely discussion to be had, but I definitely think she needs to come back somehow. She could potentially be in a movie that does well again, like the Suicide, like the first Suicide Squad.
0: I don't care how it happens. I just kind of want to see Harley Quinn versus Wonder Woman.
1: Yeah,
3: like. Uh,
1: Harley well like, Harley like admires Wonder Woman so much, though. At least in the comics, maybe they would change it. But yeah, I would love to see her like be a fangirl of Wonder Woman and it would be funny. I think
3: another Tima movie is probably likely for her. I feel like they want to do something with her in Poison Ivy, but they just can't figure out what to do. And I don't know, I feel like that's a couple of years ahead of us, so. Uh,
0: like last word on this topic, but they just need to do Gotham City Sirens. I don't know how they did Birds of Prey before that. Um, but they just need either. to do a movie with Harley Quinn and Poison. How how do you take Batgirl's superhero team, give it to Harley Quinn before doing her own team with two iconic Batman villains?
1: I guess the pitch for Birds of Prey was better. Cause I know there were like three movies in discussion, those two. So there was Birds of Prey, Gotham City Sirens and a Joker, Harley movie. And the Birds of Prey one went out and I'm not sure why, cause they knew they wanted to sing with Harley. They just didn't know what. But yeah, the Gotham City Sirens makes more sense. I think with three characters, they're because it's if they keep the one from the comics, it's Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman. So it's three characters, you get more focus on each of them. Cause like Birds of Prey, some of them you didn't get to see much of because they were kind of supporting roles. And I think it would be like it would be Harley Quinn, but not too much Harley Quinn for some people. Cause I know some people like it's kind of a turn off for some, but some people really love her. It's like, I don't know. But yeah, I think that I'm surprised that didn't happen before Birds of Prey, and I would like to see it happen still in some form.
0: So moving on to Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, I am really excited about, like, the Antarctic location that they're going to be visiting. And I'm excited for Aquaman's new stealth suit, whatever. I think, like, that's what Jason Momoa was calling it. And that's about it, because a lot like Shazam. I know a lot of people loved the first Aquaman movie, but it did absolutely nothing for me. It's one of the only superhero movies I've never felt like an ounce of hype for. And yeah, I'm feeling the same way about the sequel.
1: Yeah, I had no real feelings towards the first Aquaman movie. I think it was too long. I liked the scene in the trench and then they announced they were going to do a trench movie, which got canceled, but I'm like, "What? Why were they even going to do that?" Like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully this new movie is good. It might it's like I can't believe this is, like, the highest grossing DC movie. I'm pretty sure it is. And I'm like, why? Like, what about it? Like, I don't know. It's weird.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I think people just like Jason Momoa, But, I mean, Aquaman was cool. Like, I just don't... I, I just didn't really see the appeal of the movie. I think they can learn from what they did wrong in the first movie and kind of perfect it in the second movie. I think some of the behind-the-scenes stuff we saw was really cool. I'm interested to see more of Black Mana because the actor who plays him... really good i mean he's gonna play morpheus in the matrix and i'm really excited for that i think he's just a really good actor i think i'm excited to see black man i'm excited to see if ocean master and aquaman kind of become like brothers or friends i feel like they're kind of heading towards that especially some of the stuff we saw in the behind the scenes we kind of saw a couple of scenes of them together i feel like they could be headed that way and i i think that would kind of make an interesting dynamic i mean you know i I don't really care for the relationship between you know Arthur and Mira. I think that's kind of just forced and I never really felt like it like I couldn't tell before the movie if they like really knew each other or if they just like barely knew each other and it kind of seemed like their relationship just kind of came out of nowhere and I feel like that they, they don't really have any like kind of chemistry really and i'm I'm excited to see if Arthur can kind of get some chemistry with other characters and and I'm definitely excited for the locations. I think they're going to go to some really cool locations in the movie I think that's that's something that'll draw people to the movie for sure.
0: Yeah. When they said in the behind the scenes though, like they were like, oh, we're going to turn it up to an 11 in this movie. And I'm like, where is there to go? Because I felt like the first Aquaman was turned up to an 11, which I didn't really like, like it was just breakneck, but it was too long and there was too much happening. And they went to like all of these kingdoms. Like I didn't even have time to learn like what kingdom we were in because we just like raced through them so fast um like everything about Aquaman was just too much and like too overwhelming for me and so if they're making it even more so in the sequel like that just that like that sounds like a threat to me not a promise
3: I'm hoping that they can improve the CGI because man there were some really rough CGI scenes in that movie I'm I've always been a little bit critical of CGI but there were some scenes in the movie that kind of took me out of the movie just because of how bad the CGI was like And that's just really not a good sign for a movie, at least for me when I'm watching. I want to be like, you know, like focused on the movie. There's just a couple scenes where I was like, whoa, that does not look good. And that kind of kind of took me out of the movie. And that that just didn't do a lot for me. But I think there was a couple like this, like uh, the stuff in the trench was really cool. I don't really get why they were going to do a trench movie. I think DC sometimes just likes to throw ideas at the wall and then hope that they stick. And not a lot of them do, but i thought the stuff in the trench was really cool i thought some of the the fights between aquaman and black manta were pretty cool so I'm, I'm i'm i think that's the thing that i'm most excited for for the second movie is for them to kind of expand upon what's going on with black manta and aquaman and, and you know what is like the lost kingdom because that's the title i feel like there's got to be some kind of you know they've got to be going somewhere so i'm interested to see what the
2: what the story is but
3: Other than that, the first one didn't do much for me, so I'm hoping that they can kind of improve on some things that that were lacking in the first movie.
2: Yeah, I will see this one. I I didn't watch the first one in theaters because it just didn't sound that exciting, but with the premise of there being a little bit of globe trotting and more adventure, sure, versus just kind of an origin story as always. Moving on to The Flash,
0: I was really impressed by the teaser that they showed um, because I don't really care about Ezra Miller as The Flash, but... I was really liking the atmosphere. I wasn't expecting the movie to look that like dark and moody. And so it does kind of remind me of like a Batman movie, which didn't help by the fact that the entire teaser was narrated by a Batman, but I'm just really excited. And then that that shot of like the two flashes and then Supergirl together was just really, really nice.
3: Yeah, I'm really liking the way that uh, the director shot the movie. I mean, <clears throat> like I was, I, I really liked the way Andy, is it Muschietti? how do you pronounce his name I think uh, it's like Muschietti yeah I think it's Andy Muschietti Muschetti. but I really liked the way I mean I really liked the first it movie I really liked the way the first it movie was shot I'm kind of glad that he's sticking with that with the flash I think it looks really nice it looked really crisp and I really like that I mean I don't really care for Ezra Miller I think he you know I just don't think that he's a lead like I don't think he's lead material and I think that's why this movie is so overstuffed I think Um, but I did really like the way the film was shot so far. I liked a lot of what I was seeing visually. Um, So I think that draws me into the film a little bit. I think, you know, the film, I think the film didn't look as good to me and it it wasn't kind of packed with characters that I like. I don't really think I would care for this movie, but I I guess bringing back Keaton kind of like intrigues me a little bit. I'm not sure that it's going to like, like draw me into the movie a lot, I'm just interested to see Keaton back as Batman. I'm really interested to see Supergirl. I think, uh, I don't know how to pronounce. I think it's Sasha or Sasha Cal or I'm not sure, but Sasha Kaye. And I'm really interested to see her Supergirl because I really I I do like her. I think she's gonna be really good. And and I'm really interested to see who else they bring back for the movie. I know there's a lot of rumors about who's coming back. I mean, we know we've seen the set pictures. We've seen that Batman, the Bat, or Ben Affleck is is back. You know, we don't know how long he's in the movie for, but. It's really going to be interesting to see. I don't think a lot of people notice, but we're going to get two movies. And in those two movies, we're going to see three Batman next year, all in 2022. And that's going to be a lot of Batman, like a lot of Batman material. So I'm really interested to see how, if if there's kind of a like a fatigue for Batman after next year and how long they go before they do another Batman movie. But other than that, I thought the Flash teaser looked really good. I thought the Flash suit looked like average, didn't really intrigue me that much. And I don't really care for the whole like good flash bad flash story and i'm hoping that that's not too much of the movie but it seems like it's going to be but other than that i, I really like the way that the teaser looked i liked the way that it looked visually and i think that that drew me into the movie the most
2: yeah i was impressed by how much progress they have seeing how the movie doesn't come out for another 13 months at this point so they did give a fair warning saying this is what we do have for now and that it's still in production which was confusing to me because the other day i swear i thought it said that they wrapped filming which I'm assuming it would be just initial filming and not anything like reshoots. But, but between Supergirl coming in, beat Keaton obviously coming back, I was just really disappointed that they let us see the Batmobile, but we didn't see the Batmobile. Cause that was, I didn't expect that. That was really cool there at the end. But with this movie being kind of far out, I was, in, I was impressed they showed so much. I mean, we're, we're still out two trailers. So yes. it was a little bit of a confusing choice to make it so Keaton heavy. In visuals, and then audio, but then not actually show him.
1: That was interesting, yeah. Um, I think that the fact that they've been able to show so much of the ones who that are more far out, like this and Shazam, and like I remember when Birds of Prey was being filmed, they showed like footage from it within like the first month of shooting, and like, I don't know, like anything that's in production, like I hear Batgirl's in production, um, that could be wrong, um, and they didn't show anything from that, like there's no excuse really, I feel like. Because they've managed to for all this other stuff that is so far out, so I don't know.
3: yeah, I think Batgirl's in pre-production. I don't think that they've actually shot any physical footage yet, but we did see like a concept art that was kind of vague. But I think for the flash, with the amount of stuff that they're doing in this movie, I think it wouldn't have hurt them to show Keaton at least in the bat suit and maybe the battle. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, like a couple of months ago on Twitter, we even saw a leaked picture of the Batmobile from set. We saw a picture of the, the Batcave. I know not everybody saw it, but it was it was leaked out there that there, there was a picture of the Batcave and the Batmobile. And you know, we've seen pictures of uh, Sacha Chi or Sasha Kai um filming, you know, on the street. We saw Michael Keaton filming on the street as, as Bruce Wayne, I think. You know, we've seen everything to kind of hide all that right now really let us down i think they really needed it to bring the hype up on that movie i don't really don't think it would have hurt the movie to show keaton especially because of everything else they're doing in that movie keaton is going to be a big part of that movie and it's not really a surprise that he's in it so i, I just don't understand why they were holding back on that especially compared to you know we saw the batman last year they showed a, like a whole trailer for that that showed like everything we saw like penguin catwoman the riddler you know, Commissioner Gordon, Batman, the only person we didn't see was Alfred. I I just, I feel like that really landed and that brought the hype up for that movie so much. I feel like showing a little bit more than they did would have brought the hype up for this movie a little bit more. As much as I really, really liked the way that the movie looks, I think the teaser was a little bit of a letdown. For me,
0: the teaser was pretty much like exactly what I expected. I wasn't really surprised that they didn't show Keaton because it is still a teaser. And I feel like between his narration and the Batcave and like his giant ears, like, you know who he is. So it doesn't really matter that we didn't see his face. But I was disappointed that we didn't see more of Supergirl. Supergirl is like one of my favorite DC characters. I loved the TV show for a really long time. And I'm really excited for Sasha Kaye, especially because it seems like she's, not playing Kara Danvers. Or, I mean, even if she is Kara Danvers, she's from the multiverse. And so I was really expecting her to get like a clear shot in the trailer, not like a background of three
3: people shot. Yeah, I think the, I would, I I hope that they're not, they release a trailer a little bit farther out, like six to seven months. I I think that would benefit this movie because I I mean, as you've seen now, Marvel is kind of doing this, this four month trend where they're only releasing trailers four months out instead of like, you know, six or seven months out. Um, I hope DC doesn't follow that trend because I think you have a big chance in the first official trailer. I mean, this was phrased as a teaser. So it makes sense that they didn't show a ton. I think in that first official trailer, you've got to show a lot of Supergirl. You've got to show a little bit of Keaton, Batman. I think you've got to show a little bit of what this movie is going to be about. Set the tone for the movie. The same way the Batman did. I mean, there wouldn't have been the hype for this Batman movie if they didn't release that trailer. I mean, that, that trailer was such a great trailer. I think they really have to nail the first trailer for this movie if they want to bring the hype up for this movie.
1: Yeah, I think it's funny you mentioned that Marvel's been doing this short promo window and DC shouldn't copy that. And I agree because DC does not have the clout Marvel does. Like Marvel doesn't really start kicking its promo into high gear on a project now until another project's coming I mean, I guess that's what they've always done, but the projects are so close together now. It's like it's like a month long thing or less, like a few weeks for, to really, really promote the thing out there. And yeah, they hit hard and fast. Because they're Marvel. Um, but DC doesn't have that and I think with this movie unlike with Spider-Man where I think it's okay they're hiding certain things because like the hype's already around and like the rumors I think they need to show quite a bit in order for this movie to probably do well and maybe that involves spoiling some stuff but if they really want to get people there I mean they need to show Keaton at least they need to really focus on him I think if they focus on him they can get away with hiding more stuff which I think is good but yeah
3: I think so there's a lot that's going to be hidden for this movie I mean there's a lot there's a lot there's going to be a lot of stuff in this movie that people don't know about that I don't think people will know about until the movie comes out so I don't think that it's going to hurt to show Keaton and Supergirl because some people might think that's a spoiler like you know these are the big characters in the movie but there's a lot more to this movie than I think people know about and I think it it's not going to hurt them to show Keaton and Supergirl in, in depth just because of how much else is going on in this movie so I think
1: those, you know, the,
3: the, that first trailer that comes out, it's got to be Keaton and Supergirl. Heavy. So to wrap things
0: up, what did you guys think of that main Batman trailer?
1: I think it was pretty good. It delivered on what I wanted to see, which is more of the different characters. There's a lot of Catwoman in particular thing in this one, which we hadn't really seen before, which is cool. Um, I just noticed on Twitter, it just says the movie, uh, the trailer for the movie accumulated more than 31 million views in its first 24 hours. I don't know if that's really good or not. Like, I don't know what the normal metric is. So I can't really comment on that. But yeah, I think it was like supposed to be the Crown jewel yesterday, Like last year, the Batman was as well. And I think it pretty much delivered.
0: Yeah, um, about trailer views, like I know that this is an unfair comparison, but No Way Home is the most viewed trailer in 24 hours of all time. And it had over like 300 million. So 30 million in 24 hours does not seem great
3: to me unless message,
0: yeah on.
1: i was gonna say i didn't want to make a big thing but yeah
3: Yeah, i well, i have to look at the numbers because that that seems like really low maybe it was just on twitter it could have been just i don't know maybe on youtube but i mean i think i think it wasn't a specific uh like youtube or something that i think Noah i accumulated 355 million across all like platforms so i think that's i'm curious to see what the batman's number was for that but my thoughts on the trailer i think it was a nice contrast compared to last year's trailer. I think if they kind of went with the same vibe, it would have been kind of redundant to do the same vibe as like last year's trailer, which was kind of like New York, uh, you know, like detective, uh, really dark, especially, you know, with the Nirvana song, it felt dark and like kind of showed like, you know, what the Riddler was going to be like. I think this year it really focused on the Batman and Catwoman, which was nice and and it showed a lot of the action. It was a a nice contrast compared to last year, Um, whether they showed, too much like uh, remains to be seen but i think that they showed a good amount in this trailer i think they showed enough i don't think i think if they showed any more it would have been a little bit too much but i think they showed a good amount in this trailer and i don't know if there's gonna, they're going to release another trailer for this they might just wait until they start doing tv spots because i think this trailer did enough for everybody i mean compared with the first trailer this trailer combined i think there's enough footage out there that putting anything else kind of would go into spoiler territory I don't know if they're gonna have I don't know if they have enough to put more footage out there so but I think this trailer I think they did a good job I think they showed a lot of the action off I think they showed you know what kind of Batman this was going to be in combat and I think it's a a new newer fresh take I mean I've seen a couple people comparing it to you know Nolan's trilogy and I think it's really hard to make a batman that feels like it's its own thing and I think this is the closest we're going to get. This is more of a detective the uh detective batman and I think I think Matt Reeves knows what he's doing so I'm pretty confident in that and I thought the trailer was pretty good.
2: Yeah, I really enjoyed the trailer. Um, I've watched it four times now at least. Like you said, it's got the detective feel, but it has that noir that old feeling like a uh, classic with Batman kind of how things were before. I really like the scene where he's walking down and getting shot at, kind of Vader esque, a little bit like Rogue One. That was awesome. Showing Matt Reeves is going to really showcase what Batman can take multiple times taking the shot, actually, I noticed, but not that just that his brutality when it came to fight. Like, this seems like this is a really damaged Bruce Wayne Batman compared to the other ones that were just really more ticked off. This one's actually got more emotions past anger. I think so. that's
3: probably what they're going to touch on a lot is I think this is more of a damaged Bruce Wayne. I think uh, it's a darker Bruce Wayne. I think uh, maybe we'll see a little bit of, of a darker backstory with his parents. Yeah, I just think this Bruce Wayne and this Batman seems a lot more damaged and that kind of reflects on his, his combat skills. I mean, you, you saw what, when he was fighting like the gang members when he was electrocuting that one gang member, that was pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. He just seems angry when he's fighting, and I think that's you know I think the the Nolan Batman the Bale Batman kind of was like that a little bit, but I think this this definitely I think there's enough that uh, I think there's enough of a difference with this Batman than there is with the Nolan Batman, so I, th- I don't think that I don't think there's going to be too many comparisons between that. I've, I've yes. seen a couple so far today on Twitter. I don't think that that's going to be a problem with the movie.
2: Kind of like think back and batman begins when he finally comes back and his kill his parents killer is coming out of court and he's got the gun and he doesn't do it i feel like this batman would this bruce wayne would actually follow through yeah and, i think so too i think absolutely especially with like the the eyeshadow makeup like there's a lot more going on we're gonna really delve into more of the psyche and mentality yeah I'm i think it feels more to that
3: it definitely feels more organic you know like the eye makeup
2: yeah it makes it very like uh
3: you know rugged and it just feels like a like a you know i think they they described ben affleck's batman as a as a brawler but i think this might be a little bit more of a brawler i think he's he's a very rugged batman you know he he says in the trailer he's like i don't care what happens to me i think he he just is kind of like this this this, this yeah yeah he just has this this force to him that i think is gonna is it's gonna be a lot different than a lot of the Batmans that we've seen in the past.
2: I think this is gonna be entirely different from all the Batmans we've seen, to be honest. I think this is gonna be a complete branch off from what we've seen in the past. And I think we're gonna walk out asking for more of it immediately. I was just gonna say, I, I
0: liked the trailer as well. I was definitely expecting it to be a lot more like last year's trailer. So that was nice, you know, that my expectations were, you know, wrong um and there was so much selena kyle in this trailer which i really appreciated because i guess i just didn't really expect her to have as big of a role as it looks like she's gonna have like it just this trailer made her feel like she's like a very large presence throughout the entire movie and i kind of figured that she'd just be small and then get bigger towards the end but I figured it would be, like, a lot more origin for her and not as much, like, teaming up with Batman stuff.
3: Yeah, this does seem a little bit, like, it does seem very, uh, there was a couple scenes where it looked like they were together, you know, fighting together, and I'm kind of curious to see how much we see of Batman on his own versus how much we see of Batman and Catwoman together. And I wonder how, like, I wonder if they know each other already in this movie or if you kind of see that relationship, you know, you see that growth, So I'm definitely curious to see that. And I'm I'm curious to see what the the dynamic between them is going forward. How much are we going to see Batman on his own? How much are we going to see them together, teaming up together? That's definitely a question I have.
0: All right. Does anyone have any other Batman thoughts?
2: Uh, Um, I was a little disappointed. We didn't see anything on *Cape Crusader. I was really excited about it. I I used to watch the animated series every single Saturday growing up. So when they said that they're coming back into that and they're going to make, just really do that again signed me up with jj abrams and matt Reese on it signed me up twice so i'm glad that they mentioned it that they're still working on it but just that no, I, no, nothing to share on that that was that was just unfortunate that wasn't actually one i was kind of hoping they'd mention
3: anything they've got to bring back uh they got to bring back kevin conroy for that i think there is no batman animated series without kevin conroy and mark hamill so i'm hoping that they can bring this back i was really hoping that they were going to announce that he was coming back especially because Kevin Conroy did the voiceover for the beginning of, of DC fandom. So I was like, maybe he's going to be involved, but uh, they didn't announce anything. But I think having JJ Abrams and Matt Reeves working on a Batman animated series is crazy. I mean, that's huge. I think they really know what they're doing with this. And I think if they can get Kevin Conroy and maybe Mark Hamill to come back, I think that would bring in a lot of people. And I think a lot of people would, would be really interested in that, interested in seeing that. So I hope that, um, I hope that they can get them to come back.
0: So now that we've covered pretty much everything we wanted to talk about from DC Fandom 2021, what would you guys like to see them improve on for next year if they are having another event?
1: I want them to do a panel schedule, which I think we all agree on of when we can expect stuff to happen. I know it was like late last year, like they were running late, but like at least it was like gave people an idea.
3: I think a panel schedule would help a lot. I mean, I think that they were trying to copy Investors Day a little bit this year and. I just don't think that, that worked really well for them. I think they're going to realize that. I think next year, there'll be a schedule. There'll be panels. I think you want to bring in the whole cast. I mean, they brought in the whole cast of Peacemaker. And while that felt really long, I think it was nice to see the entire cast actually talk about the show rather than just a few sentences from one character. I think hopefully next year for all the movies that they have, they're going to bring in, they're going to do like an actual panel setting. I, I hope that we can see more of that. I hope next year that that maybe they'll announce the second Batman movie, maybe with a casting announcement. I think next year they'll hopefully do something. They'll announce something live action Superman, hopefully, but it doesn't seem like that's on the horizon. Hopefully next year we'll hear some stuff about Green Lantern, maybe Zatanna, uh, you know, Batgirl, Black Canary. It just depends on when all these shows and movies come out. And I think we'll probably hear some more Suicide Squad related characters next year. I think that, that next year there'll be a lot more new new shows to be announced. I just don't think that they were ready to announce stuff this year. So they went with everything that was already announced. And while that might've been a mistake, I'd rather them get a little bit more into, into the development stage than kind of announce a show that's going to get canned. Like like kind of how New Gods and The Trenches was. And I hope that they can decide what they want to stick with and then announce that. I mean, they did, they did that with Blue Beetle and Batgirl, which I think was really good. And I hope they can kind of replicate that next year with more shows that are coming out and more movies that are coming out.
2: I hope next year instead of teaser trailers for the video games, they show some gameplay because on both ends, last year and this year we got teaser trailers but no gameplay. I've yet to see gameplay on either game and yet we're looking at them releasing next year. And then as well, I was a little disappointed how on the my adventures with Superman the animated shows that new look and it was the exact same sneak peek we got earlier when they announced it. So hopefully they double check their work next year and then give us a little something more. And then like the other said, a schedule would not hurt.
0: Yep. Next year, I want a schedule. I want announcements and I want actual surprises. I feel like the hosts kept being like, Oh wow. Look at that surprise. And I'm like, they're all like little things that personally, like, I don't really care about. It's like, I want, I want there to be like a big surprise announcement next year to just like steal the show. So that's what I'm hoping for but like, static shock? like literally anything like even like there are dc always has all these little things in development like yeah like static shock has been floating around there for like over a year now so give me a logo give me a release here give me like michael b jordan is the producer like that's what i want from stuff like static shock amazon's um black canary zatanna like literally just a little confirmation that they actually exist So that's about it for our very first podcast as a group. We hope that all of those listening enjoyed this and will follow us and join us again for our next one, which will be about Eternals. In the meantime, look for more news and reviews from us on thecosmiccircus.com. You can follow us for updates on Facebook and on Twitter at MyCosmicCircus. Bye for now.